Okay, now it's dream time. Okay, so the dream I had last night was we all went to meet Waffle in um, Washington or Oregon or somewhere, and he ended up being a middle-aged uh, Asian lady <laughs> <laughs> who uh, made, made her fortune by fixing an IRS tax like error for Ewan McGregor. <laughs> like we were trying to decide what type of restaurant to put in this building that Waffle had bought. Hey, uh, Kayla, quick fucking question. Why are you doxing me? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I mean, the obvious, the obvious answer to the question is that uh, Waffle <clears throat> naturally install an international house of pancakes in in his no, building. No, no, Waffle wanted to have one of those restaurants where you like pet cats and shit while you eat. Oh, cat but cafe? The problem was, yeah, but there was already one like a block down the street and I was like, hey man, you can't do the same thing. <laughs> Look, if two Starbucks can survive in a gentrified neighborhood, we'll, we'll make it work. Alright. Why, why are we talking about this? What? This was this was his dream. This was a dream K Hall had last night, and he felt it was important to share with everybody in the podcast. Right on. Middle aged Asian lady who got rich doing Obi Wan's taxes. So, yep. yep. Never mind that he's British and don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and your dungeon master. For this thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me today we have... Daniel playing Chedfleet. Kayal playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leyland. Whoa, it's Waffle playing Tarjux. Heyo! Uh, we have a letter, friends. We have some fan mail. Oh. How exciting is that? Fan mail. Very. Uh, Injected from... into my veins. I, I, I mean, I don't have, I don't have it available as a data syringe yet but I but can, in small quantities so i can build up an immunity first i can read it to you which is almost this, like you have veins in your ears We're, it'll you know, do close enough you have veins in your ears you do yeah title of the episode right there <laughs> <laughs> anyway letter reads as follows greetings club members as... greetings letter person i'm getting there <laughs> as Mr. Toady has been introduced as an entity that exists between time and space, does this confirm the possibility of a multiverse? If so, my second question is, what character from a past campaign would you like to be plucked from their universe and placed into this one? From Patreon Platinum member, Kenny. <laughs> well, first, um, thank you for your continued Patreon support. You know, it's, it's patrons <laughs> like you and all of our Patreon subscribers out there who make this podcast possible. Um, so just a big thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts. You know what's going to be really, really funny thing? when there's not a platinum level on our Patreon? <laughs> no, like, here's the when, thing. When we set it up, it's it, like we're going to have a special, like, there is no platinum. It's only Kenny. Kenny's the yeah. only one who gets to be yeah, platinum. The Kenny only one allowed. Well, the actual <laughs> issue here is that the gag has run for 110 episodes. We can't get a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, not any closer than we were at episode one. We just Could need we to not? find like whatever the new trendier Patreon is and use that. TikTok only, only fans. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh god! 
No. Anyways, that, um, that's that's where you sell Desmond's bathwater. Oh my god! Desmond's I'd have mucus. to open up my uh, my portfolio of uh, previous don kills uh, the, and pick one the of the dwarf logs. Yeah, I mean, I literally, I literally have a folder. It's not at my desk right now, but like, I literally have a folder of all my old character sheets that were physical and not digital. So, yeah, I I definitely go get one of the don kills. Um, or Mecha Falrock, obviously. Or Mecha Falrock. Mecha Falrock already exists in this universe. Conveniently for this particular group, um, I think the only like D&D characters that you really have exposure to from me are um, Syndra and Eleanor. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of others. and Oh my god. <laughs> Having Eleanor in this campaign that, would be That hilarious. would be fucking fantastic. <laughs> um, I think Eleanor would be a good fit, yeah. So, yeah. uh, for our listeners, Eleanor Grafton is a uh, daughter of a hereditary line of oracles and fortune tellers who, upon receiving an apocalyptic vision, decided not to wait around for the heroes to show up and fix it, but instead became very swole and set out <laughs> to beat the problem up herself. Um, so, yeah, barbarian fortune teller. Fucking awesome. Yep. The, um, the perk that lets you lift double your carrying capacity, very yep. funny. Always funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, would she come with, uh, oh, what was the cleric's name? Uh, the backpack cleric. Oh, uh, Corin, Corin. The cleric oh yes, Corin. Corin the cleric, the candle creator. Yes. I, I feel like at, that, at this point, he's more a part of the backpack than he is a separate individual. Yeah. Because remember, True. in that universe, halflings are insectoid, and he, he definitely not. built a waxen nest. <laughs> that, that's yeah. what you guys kept saying. They, they are not. Yeah, um, Saskia is actually a halfling, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> I never said she wasn't. She's a dire halfling. <laughs> a dire halfling. <laughs> she seemed like a, a halfling that had just been stretched out like taffy. And then turned into bones. Yeah. Ossified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Others? So yeah, my, my entry for the multiverse would be a anxiety-ridden barbarian who gets very serious, flips tables, and has a backpack full of assorted prayer candles. Oh, that's right. She doesn't enter a rage. She just gets very she determined. Very mm-hmm. serious and determined. <laughs> there's a there's a confirmed underdark. So I would probably pull Inax Lagodier um, from seasons past. He was a owl mask wearing drow ninja. Do drow Who know was... what owls are? He was yes. on the surface. Okay, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, do uh, do surface dwellers know what hook horrors are? I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say probably Typically, not. no. Hey, probably I think, like, not. <laughs> I think one of the uh, one of the evolutionary advantages of the hook horror is obscurity and surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was I. I remember I gave that character spiders of or slippers of spider climbing. Spiders of slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if someone currently wearing climbing. slippers, please God no. Uh, <laughs> all spiders can climb slippers. Yeah, yeah. they're not Haven special. Is like, 
this robe that has patches on it, and you could remove the patch, one, yeah. like a patch on the robe oh, to robe create the real items. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's like a, a one. Like a, I think a kayak was one of the yep. items you could pull off. Foldable boat. Yep. What, was their, what was their armament? I'm a bull wielding, but that's just because drow. What was the drow wielding? Yeah. yeah. What was your uh, weapon kunai. of choice? Yeah. Kunai. Okay. Sorry, this was right. back in 3.5 when Ninja was yeah. a supplementary a class. Oh, I see. Okay, so Ninja is in the class, not the archetype. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, Lord, 3.5. Those were the days. Uh, Christopher, character that you would bring forward to the Alchemist Club? I'd probably want to bring one of the St. Cuthbert people and just, like, just totally screw with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Any of the Cuthbertians? God. Introducing okay. Rogue so here's my question: religion. What yeah. happens if you place a four popped collars vestment into the upgrade forge? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god. How many collars can you pop before it sort of collapses back in on itself, like a but one, geometric one, one you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, it's true. I have heard that. Well, that's the nice thing about um, about magic is that it can just reproduce infinitely like tesseracting tessellating collars yeah a fractal collar well that's that's what i was gonna do if desmond ever died i would just was gonna have um joe launch a saint cuthbertian person from orbit and then just land like a meteorite naked (laughs) directly in front of you we've been assigned a new career He already comes uh, injected with hatchling blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how he got there to begin with. He's right? been incubating for the entire campaign. For just such an occasion. <laughs> now they have just a, a whole row of pods waiting. You're really going to like Tarjux number four. Uh huh. Which one icon. are we on right now? Yeah, I let's see. Aren't we on like three? Spoilers. <laughs> hmm. Matthew, do you have? I know you are. You are. Yes, newer. See, it's a little bit more difficult because this is my OG character. This is my first D and D character, Leyland. But you Hill have Creek. played um, other characters in other campaigns since starting the Alchemist Club. Yes, I have, but I don't know if they either well, of them were developed enough to. I'll expand for the me to feel. Hmm? Um, I'll expand the question then. If Leyland could have a sidekick from any established fictional universe, who would Leyland's multiverse sidekick be? Oh, it would be uh, it would be my guy Priam, uh, an Ace Mar fallen angel. Yeah, I, I could see him being helpful in a lot of different <laughs> situations. So cuts through a lot of red tape. Yeah. Yes. Did everybody comply with me? That's fine. Yep. <laughs> As for the original question about multiverses, um, I can answer that with a resounding maybe. Tony Winks. Yeah, Tony Winks. <laughs> yep. Um, so, there you go, Kenny. I hope that uh, that answers your question. Got some interesting discussion as regards ye oldie characters i'm trying to think who i would want to bring for well the answer of course is that i can bring anybody i want forward yeah um i don't know i was a big fan of julian the wild wild oh julian yeah julian was wonderful his personal 
quest to just become a houseplant again was touching. It really was. We've <laughs> uh, all been there. I just, I have so many. <laughs> I made a lot of characters. They pile up over yeah. the years. I've, yeah. yeah, and I've been playing D&D &D since 2009. That's a long oh, so time. Oh, so three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. <laughs> Wait, you didn't you didn't play you didn't play before college? To, no, I I lied to you. I see. This is I'm having <laughs> I'm having time dilation problems. Like there's there, there's no way. Um, I, I've been DMing since 2009. I started okay. playing D and D in 2005. Oh, so three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. <laughs> um. Julian was a good one. I had a warlock that I was very pleased with. Um, he was pretending very hard to be a wizard because he didn't want anybody to know that he'd made a pact with the devil. Nice. Oh, actually, um, my my runner-up character for this would have been my um, Canadian tiefling rogue. <laughs> I only got to play like one session in that cool Ravnica setting with her, but powerful oh energy. god you're right uh -huh. oh that that one-off that never went anywhere that, that one-off that never went anywhere oh that, my god that isekai canadian tiefling rogue <laughs> man i we have had some good times and then we've had some times that just stopped on a dime mm -hmm. yeah uh but we're still doing this one still yep. doing this one Turns out, um, forcing people to get together to record a podcast makes for good motivation to continue playing. Behold, I have trapped you in a fiendish maze of social obligation. Yep. <laughs> um, so, that is that is this week's letter. We have spent 15 minutes on it, but that's okay. Hashtag worth. That's what they come yeah. here for. It was a good... Yeah, I mean, nobody comes here to listen to us play Dungeons & Dragons. Let's be real. <laughs> Um, I mean, half of us playing Dungeons and Dragons is just goofing I mean, off on side tangents. So you know, yeah. But yeah. those big fancy podcasts be spent, you know, D and D podcasts yeah. be spending fifteen minutes on one piece of fan mail. Exactly. I think no. not. This is the kind of personal attention you can expect yeah. from the Alchemist Club. It's like amateur yes. pornography. You can really feel it. Mm. <laughs> oh, Happy geez. Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> Who wants to give us a recap of what happened the episode before the recap? I'm, I'm we too finally shocked. got okay, out. We have to do a recap for the episode before the recap. We just did a recap. Listen, I don't make the rules. <laughs> yes, I do. I do make the rules. Um, yes, you need to do a recap. I I can. We're gonna recap our recapping. Yeah. Um, so we all sat around a fire. And um, nobody was moving very much because the animation budget for that episode was very low. And we all sat back and um, Ched went, wow, I can't believe it's been a whole year since we started our adventures. Wow. <laughs> a quarter of my life has gone by. <laughs> <laughs> my midlife crisis and I'm wasting it with you fucks. Yeah, I can't believe I decided to be a druid. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Go to druid school, they said. It'll open doors, they said. You can go anywhere. Be anything. And admittedly, that last part was true. Within certain level restrictions. Within a certain yeah. challenge rating. Yes. 
so we finally got out of that weird, hellish, confusing, deep fortress. Um, so that's that's weird. And then Lady Blossom was at our house, and she's like, hey, your botanists have been kidnapped. And we're like, oh, no, the only thing holding this entire group together. Pretty much. <laughs> our babysitters. Yeah. Oh, no, the only adults on the ship. We have to go get them. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going to go... We're going to ask Lady Blossom for further information. I was about to say, yeah, we, we don't yeah. know if it's like jokes on you, I kidnap them, or... We're going to do the thing that we never do. We're going to get the whole story before we go off <laughs> adventure. Yes. My god. That that right there, friends, that's 110 episodes of character <laughs> development. Oh, So, yes. Uh, Lady Blossom is standing uh, sort of outside the circle of, of land that comes uh, part and parcel with Teliferous. There's a little mm-hmm. uh, garden trellis covered in morning glories that's uh, sort of sprouted up um, behind her. I don't remember if that's what the garden trellis looked like last time. I apologize. It's been a while. It's a different season. You know, she changes up her looks. It's No, I mean, as you know, when I last described her in this oh. particular scene. Because that was, what, three, four weeks ago? Somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah, it's been a bit. Um, Continuity gaff for IMDb. They'll get yeah. over it. The fans will love being able to pick that sort of thing apart. Yeah. Um, can everybody make perception checks for me? Just for for fun? And so that we can roll some dice? Well, I rolled a three, so... Good. Uh, 21. I'm busy fixing my hair because I gotta look my best for Lady Blossom. You're like warming up your winning smile. Yeah. A one. Oh. Hey. Wow. I, that's still like a thirteen, right? <laughs> a nine, yeah. All right. But if it's 17. a critical fail, I don't know. Oh, what happens if you critically fail a perception check? But what'd you get? Depends on the DM. 11. 17. Your eyes fall Okay. Uh, Leolin and Terajux do not notice this. The rest of you do. Um, there's like a patch of clover flowers that's sort of blossoming under Lady Blossom's feet. And it like it, there's a hard stop um, sort of at the edge of Teliferous's domain. Like the flowers mm. are growing right up to a line and then there's nothing. Gotcha. Wait, within or out without the within domain? the circle? Okay. So she cannot hmm. enter the premises unless invited. Yeah, uh, like a vampire. Plot twist: Lady Blossom also a vampire, a fae <laughs> vampire. All the all the cool a people are vampire. So is that like a Twilight spin? I'm. I go up to them like, uh, Lady Blossom. It is so good <laughs> to have you here. Oh my god. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway. She has just finished explaining that uh, Basil and Ivy have been kidnapped. What? What? Who? Where? When? Why? How? Also that. She where holds up her hands. Uh, I have questions. You are free to ask. That's very gracious of you. Um, first question: Why are you telling us? I don't think anybody else um, would be in a position to help them. Fair. Hmm. Why are okay, you helping so then, 
Yeah. Oh. I I guess. How do you even know them? I, yeah. I mean, you, up. you've been <laughs> eavesdropping on us, of course. But like, what is your relation to our shipboard botanists? My relation to them is that they are friends of yours, and that is enough for me. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so I guess first and most important, are we talking about in Jux or on their way to or from? I what? believe they are still within the city of Jux, yes. Great. Okay. Who uh, took them? That I'm afraid I don't have a good handle on. I was I was in the city of Jux with some business at the Feyan Embassy and uh, noticed that the the people that you travel with, your your friends, I could sense them. They were there. They were bound by strange magics. So I went to see what they were doing, uh, discreetly, of course, and found that they were imprisoned. Oh, okay. Wait, where in Jux? A wizard's tower in the Hall of Mysteries. I'm afraid I couldn't tell you which one specifically. Lovely. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Who did we piss off in the Hall of Mysteries? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> well, that I didn't think so. Not, not, not in the Hall of Mysteries. That one uh, grad student. I don't know. Terra <laughs> pretended to be a professor there, right? Yeah, that was that last time it's, we were there. That was pre Basil and Ivy. So oh, oh, it's it was. time for the return of Vimish Rinwin. <laughs> it's been a long it's while. Been, oh, it's been a long time. Um, okay, so we know they've been captured. We don't know by who. Lady Blossom, when did this happen relative to this conversation right now? Like um, days, weeks. Actually, I guess we haven't really been gone that long, have we? Been a couple days, but has it? It's been like a day, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, how long since we've been gone from the tree ship? I think because because been... we we blitzed our mission very quickly, right? Like, but the travel I time had... to and from the tree ship was longer than right. Yes, a day. It's it's been about a week. How... Hang on. Yeah. What? Hang on. How much time did we spend in? I, I start I start doing um, complex binary juxy and arithmetic on my fingers. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh huh. Uh, those dates don't match up as I remember it. It's been it's been one week since you looked at me. No, uh, it's only been like a couple days since Basil and Ivy left, right? Less time went differently <laughs> when we were down in the. Uh... But then Lori would have told us. No, no, no! I'm. Oh, I'm talking about the new the. the oh, yeah. oh in, the, in the fortress. Oh, yeah. if it was on another plane, like yeah. we kind of were thinking. Okay. Well, um, I hope you haven't been waiting long. I'm sorry. Uh, can I offer you a refreshment? No, that's quite all right. Thank you. Excellent. Well, uh, we'd better be off to Jux then to uh, see to this problem. Thank you. Um, here's the thing, though. How how are we getting to Jux? Because last time we got out of Jux, it was because of a certain, I don't know, oh, airship. Oh, 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 oh. We'll just go back to Ched's house. 
and <laughs> set the ship there? Yeah. Like okay. we did last time. Is that hey, close enough? Hey, to... Mom, I know it... Dad, can my friends park their car in the driveway for yeah. a few days? Oh, we've yeah. literally, we've done this entire song and dance before. We park it there and we just fly down the mountains. Okay. Lady I, Blossom. I think it worked great last time. Should we get more information from Lady Blossom, though? I don't know what else to ask her. I mean, how about just a general, is that it? Do you know anything else? Lady Blossom, is there any other information you think it would be wise to give us before we uh, proceed <clears throat> on the theory? She taps an elegant finger to her lips for a moment. Says, I'm... I was unfamiliar with what was being used to bind them. It was something unlike anything I've seen before. I would, I would ad advise caution when rescuing them from whoever it is has happened to capture them. All right. So you saw them? No, she sensed them being bound by magics with a Y. Yeah. But she said saw. Magic fey vision. Okay. And you were just, you just happened to be divining and looking at our botanist she's, friends. In, she sent them when she was in the city. She, keep tabs, she keeps tabs on us, Ched. Like, we're past that. Yes. The Fae courts are a surveillance state. We know that. <laughs> Look, you all are the ones who decided to plant her, you know. Yes. Yes, I right. am. And look how, look at the dividends it has paid. Real quick, huddle up, huddle up. Ex ex right. part, pardon me for a second. Uh, Lady Blossom nods graciously <laughs> and pretends not to be able to hear you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do we want to ask slash Minch, since she's been giving us information, the whole, uh, you know... Uh, the, the other uh, visitor we had, yes. Yes. I yes. was debating that as well. I think it would be good to do. Just in the I think so more than anything to know how much trouble we might be in. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. All right. All right, great. Uh, I whirl back around and give a winning smile to the ever-radiant Lady Blossom. Um, this one does include a uh, brief double finger pistols while I try to find my list of aliases so I can find the name. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to stall for enough time, and now I look like a fool. Um, Lady Blossom, we were uh, briefly visited by the Earl of Spring, I think, was his? Nope. No. The Duke of... Uh, hang, hang on, it'll come to me. Lord <laughs> of Fallen Leaves. Yeah. Um, circlet stuff. Just uh, in the interest of continued friendship, thought I would give you that little... Uh, bit of information um they asking about a certain circle of urkel if you know what i mean i'm not saying that one of us choked on their deception rolls but they probably suspect something has become of it and we are involved um should I, that change your maneuverings just for a moment of clarification it was the steward of autumn breeze looking for the circlet of fallen leaves I thought he... Oh, yeah, okay. I just remembered that the Urkel Circle is not its real name. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is this is it. This is what 15-plus yeah. years of dungeon mastering gets you. Yeah. 
Um, you mean it, you didn't name it the Urkel Circle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like a really classy name to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like a missed opportunity. So, uh, just thought we'd give you a heads up in case uh, other parties become more involved in the dealings of Teliferous. Anyways, thank you for the notification. Uh, hope you have a lovely day. She, I, I like what you're doing with your hair. She nods graciously, like inclines her head and says, thank you for informing me. I will be sure to make note of this. Do we, how how worried would you say we need to be on a scale of like one to ten? Unless you tell them that you have taken and destroyed the object in question, I don't believe that there is any action they can take against you without definitive proof. Suppose they do end up with proof somehow, at like a seven, an eight. I would be very concerned indeed. Okay, well we'll just keep it at an eight. Should that happen, contact me immediately. Right, we'll do. Um, same, same number. <laughs> same number as before. We'll, we'll just she... assume you're watching us and say your name. I'll just shake the tree and scream. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that would do nicely, yes. Great, fantastic. Well, you have a lovely day. We have to go infiltrate a wizard college and save some botanists. Incidentally, if if you would like, I can offer you passage through the Feywild to Jux for a price, of course. Nothing serious, a favor, but it would shorten your journey by a great deal. And she it certainly sort would. Of and we have already lost her. a week's worth of time. I would be interested in hearing what this favor is. Was the last favor to destroy the, you know? No, that, that was, was, that was that a was gift a freely given that we got oh, suckered okay. into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say we do it. We should do it. Oh, all right. Is, what, 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 what is this favor? favor? Nope. We don't get to know that. It's worth asking. <laughs> um, she gives you a uh, a gentle smile. Eyebrow waggle. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nothing so obvious as an eyebrow waggle. She's far too refined <laughs> for that. But yes, it's an eyebrow waggle. <laughs> um, but it's classy, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> I would request your help in um, dealing with a particularly sticky situation. Nothing serious, nothing that would get uh, get you drawn up into fey and politics. I swear on my name. But it's something that can be done uh, at your leisure. Alright, well, um, I mean, that's no worse than the job offers we've gotten previously. <laughs> I, uh, group huddle briefly. One moment, please. I say we do it. Um, we... I'm, I'm already over there. Waiting. At our current at our current flight speed, it's going to take us like another week to get to Jux, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and our whole thing was not taking the yeah, and then we're going to have to set down. Oh. We're going to have to set down in Cloud Top and then walk the rest of the way there. That's going to add like an extra two days. By the time we get there, they will have been uh, in captivity for like two and a half weeks. Um, which, you have if no they idea already, how... like, if they were already there for a week. 
if they were going to kill him, I guess they would have just done it, but I still would rather sort of hasten this process. So, okay. Well, I want to up the ante and make sure we can get fairy passage back to uh, Teliferous when we're done. She winks at Desmond and says, yes, of course. I, I am all for it. She has sworn on her name that this would not get us drawn up into fan politics, and that's my greatest fear. So, <laughs> We're already there, though. Like, what? Let's do it. <laughs> no, the favor specifically won't get us involved, Dad. I all right. The favor won't because box. we're already involved. That's my whole point. <laughs> well, then you know what? My my greatest fear is already happened. What else? Yeah. What could get worse, right? And Farrakh yeah. immediately like punches himself in the face for saying that. Yeah. Turns and looks <laughs> out of, out of character. I find it amusing that how long has your how long has Farrakh's uh, fiance been in captivity and we're being like, eh, we'll get to it. But yeah, as soon as Basil and as soon as Basil and Ivy, <laughs> the difference there is that Amber is being held in the depths of the mountain home, which is an actively hostile state to you, guarded by the robot metal pope. Whereas Basil and Ivy are being held <laughs> in a wizard's tower in a college town. Yeah. Uh, college town that we've had some issues with in the past and no 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 all of our yeah. problems can be solved with enough molly and i point to my backpack full <laughs> <laughs> oh, of hallucinogenic drugs we'll be right <laughs> yep desmond's gonna get you into all the ragers and you'll solve you'll have this solved in no time everybody knows that wizard frat houses are where all the information goes all right Let's do it. And I do a cool clasping handshake with Lady... I, I don't know how fey packs are usually sealed, but I seal it. She <coughs> reaches out um, a hand to... She, ha she reaches out a hand to Falrock. <laughs> he, he accepts it and shakes her hand very politely and stately. He's not quite sure what stately looks like, but he, he tries to make it stately. You think about what Terrajex would do and do the opposite. <laughs> I, I have done some about, sort like, of like, ridiculous, uh, like, like, hand slap, like, you know, like, five-step process uh, or whatever. Yeah. That I was thinking, like, if I had to shake hands with the Duchess, then, you know, the, uh, the Duchess of Agaton, then, yeah, it's... I'm that's pretty sure she would just arm wrestle you. I mean, yes, but that's because we know each other. <laughs> <laughs> she does that to foreign dignitaries, though, too. Well, that's to establish dominance. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, this is, you know, it's, it's business. It's polite. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, as, okay. as you shake hands, a, uh, a little plant stem sort of twines itself around your middle finger. The black spot. And a a tiny little rose um, blossoms from it. Um, oh, Fall Rock, I didn't know you were engaged. You did know that he was engaged. <laughs> I did. very much knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else, that joke wouldn't have worked. Or that would have worked, but not Fall Rock. <laughs> um, and she uh, gestures for the five of you to step through her her garden trellis can can i have just like one moment to put some things away yeah we gotta we gotta get some stuff from our uh we gotta suit up we're we gotta 
I mean, we never rested either, I don't think. Since well, the uh true. Since we ran into the whatever's. So Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Certainly. Uh, certainly take your time. I run I upstairs. Mean, first I things first. Farrakh goes straight to the upgrade forge, turns it on, slaps the gauntlets and all of his adamantine into it. <laughs> okay. We're going to see if this works. <laughs> sure. Um, there's a, there's a brief hiccup as the, <laughs> the upgrade forge, like, hits a seg fault and has to process. And then things light up as usual around the room and it sounds like there's a spoon stuck in a garbage disposal <laughs> for a second just for a brief <laughs> second well hang on can we we've got plenty of leftover power while it's not working right mm -hmm. what are the upgrades we can use for the upgrade forge is there like a capability because i'm not worried about time we're going to give it plenty of time but i'm trying to i thought there was like a potency there was, uh, maybe there was time, there was potency. I'm trying to remember because the last time you guys brought this up was 75,000 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we haven't been doing much with the Teliferous lately. Yeah, we haven't been doing stuff with the Upgrade Forge. It's been driving me insane. <laughs> it's not efficient. We've needed our power to repair the ship. We really haven't. We definitely have. Yeah, but now we don't when it's for your cool item. I see how it is. <laughs> Um, there was, but when I want to make a cool wand, it's ah, oh, Tarjax, you almost blew up Teliferous. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, yes, oh. it is. So there was um, speed. There was um, potency. Item potency. Another slot, maybe. Yeah, there was. <laughs> there was one to increase the basically the size of the chamber, which. You know, bigger things, more than one thing at a time. You don't know what that, what's going to happen if you do that. Maybe it'll be something cool. I would love to throw in my D6 with Fall Rock's gauntlets. Oh my god. <laughs> and like a random effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every time I punch through the gauntlets, there's a D6 in like the palm of it that rolls. And no, it's, it's on the back, on like, the back like the, um, the oh, sorry yeah, dice yeah. bubble. Yeah. Oh my god. I think you just like eventually it comes up. Just, knuckles. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, those those are the three things. It was. It's not like it's it's running. It's just it took a second to process that you were throwing like a whole bunch of adamantium in there. Well, my vote is for speed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that makes the most sense for this. I uh, believe I'm that, gonna put that request has to be processed through the captain. Yeah. Oh, Captain, my Captain. As long as we have enough power, that's fine with me. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could, we could. Uh, let's see. Because currently we're only keeping two things. We've got eleven, eleven power bars. We're only yeah. using two for anti-scry and teleport shielding and internal security. Uh -huh. Um, the engine when we turn that on takes six. So that would take us up to eight points. Okay. Um, if we put plus one speed and definitely plus one speed for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, do we want to put one in potency as well? Because we're not seeming to have a spacing issue yet. Well, I think we but... need to also leave the lights on, like increase the security because we're going to be gone a while. Oh, okay. Okay. 
So just the just the speed then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that tracks. Mm. Subsystem power management is my favorite aspect of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> what can we do to upgrade the uh, internal security? Instead of bees, can we also get like hummingbirds? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Hummingbirds, but they drink blood. <laughs> You're thinking of vampiric mosquitoes. hummingbirds. Oh my god. That's that's just a mosquito. <laughs> but um, they'd be birds not insects you can so internal security you can upgrade the number of bees you can upgrade the size of the bees <laughs> you can upgrade them to the size of hummingbirds <laughs> yeah, no, that's so, like... so here's my question then do we want to upgrade the internal security or the shields because I mean, I... I've always felt like if something gets into the ship, it, it's already kind of a lost cause. Yeah. Like, True. no amount of bees are going to stop Saskia <laughs> 3.0. Shields are for, like, outside attack. Like, someone's not just going to come just start... Shields are for scrying, so nobody wow. can Oh, fight. okay. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yes, I'm, I'm good with that. So, actually, you're both right, because there's secondary shields, which is the anti-scrying and teleportation, and main yeah, shields, and then there's which the protects elemental. against elemental attacks. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was more thinking of, yeah. Can the shields be altered or upgraded in any way? <gasps> like, can we get some kind of visual camouflage? Well, we already have the cloud thing for that. Oh. But, but aren't we... We're going to be in the ground, though, in the yeah. mountain home. Wouldn't somebody see like a giant a tree in the mountains cloud. from the distance? We're yes. thinking a bit too far ahead. Um, shields don't have any upgrades. They're just an on-off. Okay. okay. I'm going to uh, suggest then that we don't put that extra point into security just because I think it'll be more useful somewhere else. Okay. Well, we're staying on to it. Yeah. We, I don't want to. I, I don't ever want to be in a situation where it's like, oh, security is too expensive to leave on. Right. I I stash my various ill-gotten gains. For, it wasn't that ill-gotten. My various gotten gains from the <laughs> fortress. Um, I strap on my left pauldron. I grab. Um, I grab some books. Uh, fill my water bottle. And uh, then I go wait by the trellis. Okay. Anybody else want to like suit up or? Does I mean, suit up? I'm leaving behind the gauntlets and the adamantine. Yeah. So that's oh, um, I dropped I... off all my junk that I got, my jewels and everything else, and I grab a sack full of sapphires to bring with us, just in case we need a little spending cash. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I guess I'll leave all my money behind. Seems reasonable. It's a lot of it's a lot of gold to bring with you. <clears throat> okay. All right. You gather at the trellis. Um, Lady Blossom inspects Falrock's hands and says, hold out your hand again, please. Okay. And she grasps it, and another ring with the rose uh, sort of grows around your middle finger because the other one was on top of your gauntlets. Oh. <laughs> Oops, sorry. <gasps> the gauntlets have sealed the pack. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Blossom comes back to reclaim the favor and we just throw a pair of gloves at her like yeah they're they're on it. <laughs> uh, 
I don't think that would go over very no, well. No, it would not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, we we enter into the realm of the Fae once more. She ushers you through the trellis, which, um, after stepping through, you turn around and all you can see are her immaculate gardens on the other side. Ah, oh, um, I this just love is, the way she arranges them. It's really delightful. Uh, you're in the same same gardens that you were the very first time that you met Lady Blossom mm -hmm. when you went through that gate in the middle of that forest clearing that didn't go anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. So absolutely beautiful. Um, bumblebees bumbling around from flower to flower. Sunlight dripping from the sky like honey. It's very halcyon. And she uh, sort of walks with you through the gardens, pointing to this flower or that and telling you what it's called, what it's, uh, what it's famous for, her favorite things about them. Oh, it's... I wish Basil and Ivy were here for this. They'd love it. Um, eventually, you reach a uh, sort of like a, a low stone wall that is covered in ivy and flowers on the inside. On the other side, um, there's, a, there's a, a pleasant garden gate, and on the other side of the gate is a road. And she opens the gate and says, stay on this road, follow it um, straight and true. Do not under any circumstances deviate from the road or take off the ring which is on your finger, Falrock. Actually, she doesn't okay. know your name, does she? She does know your name, but you haven't given it to her. Correct. Okay, so that's fine. She calls you dwarf. <laughs> if you are approached by anyone... Simply tell them that you are under my care, and they should leave you be. If they don't, they invite consequences. When you've reached the end of the road, turn left three times and step through the trellis that you'll find there. If anyone does give us trouble, are we allowed to throw hands in here, or...? You are welcome to defend yourself. Excellent. Certainly. Turn left three times. Is there a path that we turn left on three times? At the or end of the road. Turn left, like, standing in place. Either is fine. Okay. Well, we're off to see the wizards. The wonderful <laughs> wizards of jugs. <laughs> because, oh, because, because, I, because they kidnapped no. our friends. Oh, God. <laughs> I, yeah, I set off along this... Um, it is not a yellow Beige road. Beige cobblestone <laughs> <Nope>. road. <laughs> it's a simple uh, dirt path. I'm pretty sure that's public domain by now. The Wizard of Oz? I have yeah. no idea. One we won't moment, get in please. trouble. Is the Wizard of Oz public? Would we even get <laughs> picked up? The listeners like need to know. Okay. Um, the books are in the public domain. There we go. The movie is not. I was quoting the book. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> I have one more for Lady Blossoms. What? I have a question for Lady Blossoms. Yes. Are we friends? I like to think so. <laughs> Why? That's so innocent. I love it. 
she smiles and uh, sort of pats you gently on the shoulder and says, I like to think that we're friends. All right. Let's get going. So friends don't give friends very powerful items and tell them to destroy them so that their other friends get pissed. Leyland, now's not the time. Do you regret <laughs> the opportunities that the circlet has afforded your ship? Personally, uh, no. So we'll find out when the consequences rear their head. If you're careful and safe, they never will. That's the spirit. Just keep moving and your past will never catch up with you. That's what I always say. <laughs> he says as your past has caught up to you multiple times. Let's get going. He says as they're Here about to journey directly into his past. <laughs> Speed walking. We literally as yes, we literally walk towards your past. You know, one man's past is another man's future. Yes, that's how time works. <laughs> right. So you begin walking uh, down this down this delightful um, earthen path. Yes. Um, there are pleasant trees scattered about, um, flowers, wildflowers growing, sort of in the grass around you in these on this field the flowers becoming more and more sporadic the further you travel from hey, Leyland, state. um or wait no ched pass without trace uh sure might i be, will cast might be worth doing without trace as I, you get it for yeah that, that sounds good i'd rather not get into any yeah. a stuff the less the better mm -hmm. we'll see if it actually helps but i just you know if we've got it, we might as well flaunt it. I mean, we're just staying on the path and going straight, right? Mm -hmm. But this way, okay. they don't know anyone's been on the path. Okay. Fair enough. And away we go. Normally, I would move ahead a little bit, but just because we're on a fey path, I'd rather just yeah. everyone's... Everyone stay together. Yeah. Such wisdom. Every, every yeah. five or six minutes, I'll do like a roll call. <laughs> Everybody's holding hands. I do a roll call, but Buddy. I make everyone spell innocent backwards. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Quick, what's your roll? What's the last pass you did? Uh, yeah, we're, we're walking. But what was your last task? <laughs> I was on cams. Okay. But you would Fair. know if you had been at engine. Anyways. Anyhow. Right. So. Um, you're walking along, the flowers are becoming more sporadic, the trees are becoming uh, less sporadic, until you are wandering through a, a sun-dappled forest. Uh-huh. Uh, can everybody make a stealth check for me, please? 27, yeah. if we're including Pass Without Trace. That's a plus 10 or plus 15, I forget. Plus 10. That's 25 for me, dog. That is a nat 20 for me. <laughs> ah, where'd Ched go? <laughs> uh, that's a 19 before pass without trace, so 29. Okay. Uh, 22. You are walking along, and um, you spot somebody coming down the road 
in the other direction, heading towards you. Oh, a friend. A, a tall, skinny, uh, sort of willowy gentleman with a, a puff of hair like thistledown. Um, dressed very elegantly, has a, has a cane that has ivy sort of wrapped up around the, uh, the exterior. <laughs> Fuel for the ship, you say? <laughs> Please. <clears throat> By all means. <laughs> he, all right. Uh, as, he's, as he's walking towards you and you're walking towards him, he uh, lifts the cane and sort of tilt, tilts it in a, in a salute and carries on walking. I, I nod. Splendid. Uh, just kind of tilt my head back at him. And then once it's been like three and a half minutes later, I'm going to do a perception check to make sure we're not being followed by his shadow or moon assassins or, you know, usual. well, I rolled a nine, so that's a total of 10. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> uh, an 11. I, I crit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw a leaf move. <laughs> and then Leyland just puts a hand on Tardix, pushes him out of frame. Yeah. Uh, you don't see any evidence that you are being followed or indeed that any other sort of untoward activity is taking place. Great. Give a thumbs up. And as you carry on, go? you notice that the sun... Uh, you've been walking for some time. The sun appears to remain exactly where it was in the sky. Or the place with solar power. More, more accurately, it's moving more slowly than you would expect. You, it was mid-morning when you left. You've been walking for a couple of hours, and now it's maybe noon. Um, it is right. high above you, um, the air becoming more sort of humid and oppressive as you walk beneath the trees not not like bad like hot summer day oppressive um and in the distance uh everybody please make another stealth check before before i get to what's in the distance i suppose okay 23 uh, Ooh, critically failed Twenty-three. <laughs> Desmond, stop walking on all those rubber chickens. <laughs> He's got them tied somehow, to his feet. Somehow been able to move off the path. Total of 33. Okay. Uh, Chad, what did you get? 25. Okay. Uh, so as you're walking along, you see in the distance um, to the side of the road, there's uh, a little like theater cart set up. <gasps> um. No, like a don't cart. touch anything. The stage has oh, been folded down out late. of it. Um, there are several several fae in bright, warm colors on the stage, juggling and japing. Um, I love it when they do that. Of particular interest is uh, there's a, a smaller cart that has a large keg set up outside of it. Oh, no. oh, of course there is. Oh, oh, no. I'm just kind of floating along on the alcohol spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Can I? I'm going to grab him. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a strength check. 
Uh, that's a 19. Desmond, do you wish to oppose? Ooh, can I use dex instead? Yeah, you can use dex. <laughs> I, I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> Falrock doesn't even All right. look. All right, so that's a total of three. <laughs> Falrock doesn't even um, look. He just grabs you by the, by the, I guess, like the middle of your back. Does <laughs> this theater, uh, does it appear as though they're telling a narrative here, or are they simply demonstrating feats of alacrity? More the latter, you'd guess. Okay. It's hard to tell from the road. They're they're a, a little ways off, and it's not particularly loud. Oh, okay. Well, as we pass, I'm going to pay a, a brief attention to this and see if I can suss out any meaning or oracular qualities. I'm always in it for the portents, you know. Okay. Go ahead and make a... Let's, let's say perception. Can I... With my knowledge of the dramatic arts and theater, could I use performance? You know what? I'll allow it. Excellent. That's really good, because I rolled a five. Um, <laughs> so that is going to be a total of ten. <laughs> it just looks like kind of standard sideshow fare. There is a fortune teller, but you cannot, from this distance, see if they're any good. Okay. You could always get closer. Mm, I probably should. Do they have like a tip jar? There is a tip jar, yes. Excellent. Well, I'm going to uh, veer Don't in that direction. Don't go off the path. I'm still Do on I... the path, aren't I? Nope. If Am you, I? Like, you can get 10 feet closer and not leave the path. Okay, I will do that. Okay. How far away is the tip jar? It is 50 feet away from you. What is the range on? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> uh huh. I have to check something. Tap, tap, tapity, tap, tap. Tapity, tap, 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 my spell compendium. Yeah, 30 feet. Damn it. I don't suppose I have distance spell. No, I don't. Well, uh, I'm not able to dispense coinage without uh, leaving the path, so I will simply give a friendly wave. They give a friendly wave back and sort of gesture, come over, see the show, have your fortune told. Ooh, they said fortune. No, <laughs> don't want to know. I have two hands. I have another one free to grab Tarja. I, I am on, right Paul, next. We have to know. I am no, no, no. right behind Tar uh, Tarjux. We, need, like, to, we I... need to go to the fortune teller to see if we ever find Falrock's girlfriend or not. I no. uh, <laughs> I give them a flourishing bow and I say, oh, how I would love to, but alas, today is not a day of merriment for me. Today is a day of obligation and I must be on my way. But but Ched, Ched grabs Desmond's other hand, um, and, and and I'm not trying to restrain you or anything. I'm just, just lifting it up and out for them to see and say, can you read his palm from here? <laughs> <laughs> they laugh and shake their heads. All right. Bye. And I just um, join Fall Rock. You'll read my palm later, won't Desmond you, away. A winning smile. <laughs> Double finger pistols, freely given. <laughs> <laughs> That's practically poetry. <laughs> That's a Juxian haiku. That's a Juxian haiku. However many haiku. syllables were in that, that's the number of syllables <laughs> for Juxian haiku. 
it's, it's a Juxi and Heiko. <laughs> Ha ha! Oh God. God damn it! <laughs> uh, we continue on our way. Okay. Because we're responsible adventure. <laughs> I have to say, I, I'm really starting to question this version of Tarajux. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that—that's why I asked what his tasks were. I mean, hello. He's the imposter. Look, if you had seen what I had seen, you'd understand that we're part of something much larger. And that we can't go careening off the side of the world and die in a void. Guys, yet. it's called a paradigm shift. There are things on this world that require me still. I, I can't be going, you know, suiciding willy-nilly anymore. I have responsibilities. Like, for, for instance, right now I'm responsible for walking down this path, and I do that. Continuing on the go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, loyal and just a little flabbergasted, like... <laughs> Just like, who is this man before me? Like, that's the name of my Daft Punk tribute band. <laughs> After walking a while longer, um, the trees sort of fade away, and you find yourselves walking along a path, um, and the sun is just kind of beating down on you now. It is, it is hot, but. Eventually, you come to a fork in the road, a T-intersection. Um, the path that you were on reaches a, a cobblestone paved roadway. Um, one that, you know, sort of extends off in either direction. Uh, she said left, right? She said take three lefts. Three lefts. Is there I, a I stop there? right here and I turn 90 degrees left three times. And a garden trellis appears on the path behind you. There it is. Well done. Bada bada boom. Well done, Falrock. That's why I asked. That's why you were <laughs> given the ring. <laughs> and away we go. You step through the trellis and you find yourself yourselves in a a well-appointed um it almost it almost looks like a florist um there's a lot of flowers here you're you're definitely indoors uh but it's like cut arrangements of flowers and uh sort of wall trellises and mm -hmm. there is a uh sort of a, a desk or a counter ahead of you behind which a um a fey woman, you think it's a fey woman, she might just be elven, um, but she possesses that sort of air of, of mystery that you've come to associate with the fey. Uh, she is leaning on the counter, paging through a Juxian, like, Harlequin romance novel. <laughs> and she looks up and says, oh, uh, welcome to the, the spring embassy. How can I help you? And that is where we will stop the episode. Uh, so, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to our humble Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for this thrilling D&D adventure, A Journey Through the Feywild. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. 
Um, you can find us on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Give us a listen. Uh, leave a nice review. Tell your friends. That's the only way that our podcast ever reaches new people. Um, also, tell your enemies. Tell your enemies, too. You know what? Inflict the Alchemist Club on people you don't like. <laughs> tell yeah. them to watch the early episodes. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Good. You just have to listen to a few more. It gets better. <laughs> And then by the time that they do get to the good episodes, they're hooked. They're done. Yeah. We've, we've got more people. And they're not your enemies anymore. Exactly. exactly. We'll have something in common to talk about. <laughs> um, our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. And our intrepid adventurers today were... Daniel playing Jed Fleet. Kale playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leland. I'm Waffle and I play Tarajux. Thanks for joining us.